from MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. In 2018, if you're looking to do some home improvement projects, why not start with one that is good for the environment and maybe even better for your wallet? On the program today, we welcome Patrick Hogan, a professional solar energy contractor, and we'll talk uh, about how you can add solar power to your home and some of the reasons more and more people are turning to solar power for their electricity needs. Share your comments and questions with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein, here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out this week. In 2018, if you're looking to do some home improvement projects, why not start one that's uh, good for the environment and maybe even better for your wallet? We'll find out. On the program today, we welcome Patrick Hogan, a professional solar energy contractor, and we'll talk about how you can add solar power to your home and some of the reasons more and more people are turning to solar power for their electricity needs. Of course, Dell is here today. Uh, I'm here. I'll try as hard as I can. So you've got a contractor in the in the house today on the house. He's free. You can ask him any question. Got a bad doorknob, ceiling fan, uh, towel rack, whatever it is that uh, you need fixing at your house. Give us a holler. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. How you fellas doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Cool. Patrick? Doing very well. Thank good. you. Good. Dell. so what do you got working on? What are you, what are you working on, man? Well, um, you know, with the threat of rain, um, a lot of roof repairs, mm-hmm. uh, fixing those leaks that other uh, contractors couldn't fix. So we, uh, yeah, that's our bragging right. Look at you. Yeah, mopping up. Good for you. Yes. Uh, you know, after you've had uh, three or four contractors come out, at that point, you don't care what it costs. You just want it fixed. Just, just fix it, yes. So, make, it, uh, make it not leak. That's what we're doing. I have been working on this project for about three weeks mm-hmm. that is a coffee table mm-hmm. that I've completely destructed this thing and put it back together and, awesome. you know, sanded it down and the whole nine yards. But this weekend mm-hmm. is completion. Okay, so I finally get to paint the underside, and oh, then I'm yes. gonna do then I'm gonna do some polyacrylic on the top, and oh, it's like man. A, it's like a uh, what do you what do you call that wood that goes in different directions? Let's see, uh, the grain uh, parquet parquet. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's man. like parquet on the man. That's gorgeous. So I can't wait to finish this project. It was wow. ugly when I picked it up with the three legs. You seen so, it the parquet down? So, oh yes, I did. Oh wow, and it looks good. So we'll see after. Uh, hopefully it works out well. Anyway, talking today uh, to Patrick Hogan, who's a professional solar energy contractor. Now, Patrick, how does one become a professional solar energy contractor? Uh, it's not as difficult as you may think. Um, really. Patrick, you don't want to start with that, well, man. I mean, you well, want to, I mean, you know, you're the, the expert. The, the, 
how solar energy works is actually fairly easy. I mean, all we're doing is taking sunlight, collecting it from a solar panel, and basically running wires um, and connecting it to uh, your home and mm-hmm. or um, sending it back out onto the grid. Mm-hmm. Um, now, me personally, I went through Solar Energy International to gain an education to learn more about it because I I started with no knowledge. So is there some sort of certification or a professional the, something? Yes, there certainly is. Um, NABCEP, short for the North American Board of Cert- Certified Energy Practitioners, mm-hmm. actually has a uh, testing procedure that uh, contractors can go through in order to get certified to become a solar installer. And what this means, um, or ensures rather, is that the contractors who are certified this have a knowledge that uh-huh. is, um, I guess, worthy of, of being grouped in with one right. another and, and certified for mm-hmm. that. Um, so, so have you installed solar? Certainly. Panels? We're actually finishing up a project here in Brandon. Uh-huh. Um, brand new LG solar panels. Uh, pretty pow- proud of them. They're, mm-hmm. they're great solar panels. Um, but it's a 3.3 kilowatt system, which is a DC rating. Mm-hmm. Um, now, 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 let me tell you, this is uh, on Fix It 101. Uh, we try to stay out of the weeds. So tell me how much power you're talking about. And I mean, when I say that, I mean, give me a room count. Okay. Uh, well, this building in particular is actually uh, 100 by 80 uh, foot metal building. Oh, uh, so it's a very large building. Yeah. Um, uh, they're just building it. So as far as uh, their power consumption before, uh, we don't uh-huh. know what that looks like. Uh, but 3.3 kilowatts, mm-hmm. uh, they could see anywhere from 60 to 85 percent utility coverage mm-hmm. uh, as far as con- in, um, electricity consumption is concerned. Nice. Which is which is great if you're going to be in that building. As much as they plan on being, you know, it's, uh-huh. it, it'll be a great asset to them. Fantastic, fantastic. Wow. So, so you got certified, yes, uh, in solar, and so you've installed solar. Have you sold uh, the panels, things like that? Uh, well, that's part of uh, my process. Oh, okay, um, okay. And and being certified, uh, I have a um, an understanding of how to design and optimize these systems, and wow. which is which is a really big key when you're when you're looking to install solar is you can just throw them up there, but did you throw them in the right spot? Right. And, mm-hmm. and are, are, is the system optimized uh, to get the maximum performance out of where it is? Um, That's amazing. You know, I mean, you've got to think solar installers <laughs> have to be the only people yeah. in the world that still use a sundial, you know, to figure out what's <laughs> figure out what to do. I mean, you got to figure out where the sun is. You right? really do. Um, and it's a, it's a, it's not as difficult as uh, I would say, developing solar panels themselves. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a lot of fun, and it's very interesting. And when I first started, I was really confused about all the information. You know, it's something I've always wanted to ask someone who knew something about, say, or I almost said cellular, solar. Here we go. All right, let's say you have a home that faces east and west. Mm-hmm. So it has a roof that is both east and west. Correct? So you get the sun in the morning on one side, the sun in the afternoon on the other. Correct? Or you have a home facing north and south. Uh, So there's a possibility that panels on both sides of the roof could be getting sun all day long. 
Uh, am I wrong? Uh, you're not completely wrong. Uh, however, but mostly, right? Uh, yeah. However, <laughs> um, in the northern hemisphere, uh, the sun will track across the southern part of the house more than it will anywhere else on the house uh, because the sun is going to be closer to the equator. Uh, and in the northern hemisphere, we're going to be looking south to get the most production out of that, out of our solar system. Wow. Dude, you just blew my mind. <laughs> south? Yeah. Where, where did South get into this? You know? Now, it, uh, it, not saying that placing solar panels on your home east, west, and north, you right. won't get uh, production out of those. It right. just won't be as much as you project or, wow. or had hoped or as much as you can optimize out of the system. That is amazing. It never occurred to me. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Of course, you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. I'm already learning so much. This is yes. crazy. This is unbelievable. 877-MPB-RING. All the lines are open, so if you want to ask the solar guy something or if you want to fix a doorknob or some sheetrock, or your foundation. Uh, let's call and talk to Dell. So tell me what what drove you to get into this? Why did you decide, you know what, let's let's do solar? Uh there's a couple of factors in that, uh one of which my mother. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh her and I had talked for a, a great while about about just the way uh industries were moving in the mm-hmm. world and we we both kind of noticed uh, in conversation that Solar was starting to take off and and have a, a a big impact on on the world and right yes and you know she's like why don't you got so much interest why don't you just go and get educated for it and and it was like you know I'll look into it and just kind of got carried away with it and mm-hmm. here we are several years later and um, certified solar installer here in Jackson Mississippi it's hmm. great um I was uh, are you talking about uh... Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I got something else going on. So I am now learning that there's a North American Board of Certified Energy Practitioners, and that is what you are? Yes, no, NABSEP for short. Um, now, I'm not personally NABSEP, but I am NABSEP certified, oh. which just basically means that I am qualified to talk about, inspect, maintain, and install solar solar arrays. Okay. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, today, we're talking with solar energy professional Patrick Hogan. If you have questions about solar energy, how you can add solar power to your home, or any other general DIY questions, you can call us with your questions, comments, uh, at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Get those solar questions in. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out this week. And if you miss any portion of the program, make sure to to subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app. Just search for Fix It 101. Today we're talking to solar power, solar energy, and solar uh, energy professional Patrick Hogan. You can join the conversation by calling 877 MPB ring that's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org so um can you go completely off grid with solar panels man oh you certainly can uh just a simple battery system to help you operate at night um you may want to think about changing over to some dc um DC lighting and, and outlets and things like that, but uh, it's fairly right. easy. So there are different outlets for uh, if you're in solar? So homes normally operate off of AC, alternating uh-huh. current. Right. Uh, the solar panels actually generate DC mm-hmm. energy, direct current So we're energy. talking the difference in Edison and Tesla here. Right. We're talking some big differences here. They're, they're not compatible with one another. Mm-hmm. Um and you're likely to start a fire somewhere if you try. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. But uh, uh, it's fairly easy to go off grid. All you really have to do is, uh, I would say, get in contact with a professional as far as uh, getting an idea about what it would take. Uh, because these battery systems can be can be fairly complicated for some people. Um, it's getting to where the batteries are the scary part for people. Yeah. It really uh, is. It, and and you want to know you want to know for sure that you're going to have enough power storage in order to maintain for three or four days. If say if you get a bad storm uh-huh. or or hurricane comes through mm-hmm. and knocks some things down, you right. want to be able to operate. Oh, um, good point. Good point. Uh, so um, yes, you can completely go off grid, and okay. I would suggest it for a lot of deer camps here in Mississippi. I mean, oh man, I didn't think about yes. that. That's awesome. Good idea. All right, let's go to the phone. Sheila's on the line in uh, in Biloxi, and she want to ask about the cost of solar panels. This is probably the biggest question of the day that everybody's got in the back of their mind. Mm-hmm. Sheila, are you there? Yes, I am, and that is basically my question. I have friends who have solar, and they actually feed back into the system, the electrical system in California. And I wanted to know also about insurance. You know, we get hurricanes, and these things could just get ripped off the roof. And, you know, how durable are they? And who cuts the trees? Do you bring people to cut the trees back? Mm-hmm. So that's it. Those Thank are, you. Man, those are great questions. Those, those By are the way, good questions. if you've ever been around in a tornado, don't worry about your solar panels. Your roof's coming off. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, go ahead. All right. Well, the cost has actually fell significantly uh, over the past couple of years. Um, we're we're looking at a price of approximately anywhere from two dollars and eighty cents to about three dollars and sixty cents per watt to install. That's if you hire a contractor to come out to your home and install these things. All about- right, hang on just a second, Patrick. We got to make that real to people. Okay. All right. Is that uh, like now- square footage. Yeah. Well, what I mean is is uh, you said per watt. Per we don't watt. know how many watts we need. All right. Well, each home, it varies widely mm-hmm. from each home. Let's um, say a standard, uh, let's say uh, 1,800 square foot house, 3-2. Okay. Average cost 
um, of a system may cost a home like that mm-hmm. about 16000 before any incentives are, are added on to that. Uh, once you add the 30% federal tax credit that you receive uh, and – Well, to the 16000 To the 16000 Off 000. the top. That'll come down to about a price of anywhere from ten to thirteen thousand dollars with these incentives. Wow, that's good saving. It is great saving. So, okay, government... over the time that you live in that home, how long does it take to recoup that that cost? And that varies on lifestyle changes that people are willing to make. If you are willing to monitor uh, how how often you're using lights, when you're using uh, the power. If you want to make improvements to your home, such as insulation, new roof, mm-hmm. things like that, that'll help you conserve energy. Mm-hmm. You're looking at at a very quick payback, uh, as little as three to five years for a lot of systems. Wow. Sheila, did you hear that? I did hear that. I'm confused. I pay very low taxes. I'm a senior. So how would those taxes come to me? I mean, that incentive money? Uh, with, no, with no taxable income. Um, a lot of companies will offer people like that a lease option. Uh, lease option or options are very viable because uh, if a company is willing to, say, cover your utility bill is $100, they're willing to cover that utility bill at $100 and charge you $75 a month for the solar panels. I mean, you're coming out on top paying less for your utilities like that. Huh. and. And and you don't have at least a lease option. You wouldn't have to worry about the maintenance. You wouldn't have to worry about the installation, any kind of fees, any kind of monitoring, anything like that. The company leasing company should take care of that. Okay, wow. well, thank you. Yes, ma'am. All right, thanks, Sheila. Let's mm-hmm. go to uh, Bryce real quick, and he's got an interesting question. And Dell, this one really kind of involves you also. The weight of the solar stuff on your roof. Are you with us, Bryce? Hey, good morning. Morning. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. What's going on? Uh, I have a just a simple metal garage, you know, no trusses, all metal, kind of like the kind that you order. Um, yeah. And they, they set it up for free, came out of North Carolina. So thin, thin roof. Uh, it does have some metal, like metal uh, studs going across the roof for, to hold it together. Right. But I'm just wondering if um, those metal or uh, the arrays can, if that will support the weight of the arrays and the wiring that goes with it. What do you think? I'd say without seeing the building that it it would be a tough call to make. Um, And I would look at exploring options of installing them as a ground mount. Solar panels do not have to go on your roof and can be be installed in any sunny location in a yard. Who would have thunk? Okay. Okay, great. You're welcome. Thanks. All right. Uh, Wow. That's that's something else. I appreciate that. Cynthia is uh, on the line in Canton, and now uh, we're getting into some Dell territory here. You want to ask about an outdoor brick kitchen, Cynthia? Yes, I do. <clears throat> I have an outdoor uh, a kitchen that was made, and they have a, a brick countertop and brick siding, but the edging keeps uh, coming loose and falling off, and I've had it repaired twice. And the still the edging and the bricks are loose, uh, on the countertop. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what are they doing wrong. To me, it sounds like they're not um, getting a good bun. The grout sounds wrong. I mean, it, it sounds like it's releasing. Like it wasn't yeah, mixed It's probably. not sealed. Yeah. I would say um, they have uh, some good stuff in the tube. Uh, if it's not a big area that, um, you know, even the old-fashioned uh, liquid nail has improved now. They have a waterproof uh, grip. 
that you can um, glue those back together with, mm-hmm. like a good adhesive, and, and seal that area with a waterproofer on top. What is what are the what is the material made of that's on the brick? Yeah, it's, what is bonding to? That's on the brick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that for, I, I'm assuming they use mortar, and I'm not. Oh, don't, okay. Don't me on that, but, so are you just saying uh, that the mortar is kind of crumbling and coming out? The mortar is crumbling, and around the edges, the the uh, the molding that they're used is falling off. Hmm. Okay. They yeah. probably for brick. They probably for the molding. They probably used a liquid nails kind of thing to put that up there. Wouldn't well, you not think? The, not the new fusion. Oh, okay. No, nah, that that once you um, use the correct adhesive, it's not coming off. Oh, it's not, and it's oh, waterproof oh. as well. So yeah. are you saying that the uh, the adhesive should be should be metal and waterproof? Yeah, it should be able to bond to the brick as well as um, any uh, rough surface or coarse surface. It should be able to bond and uh, still be waterproof for that outside area. Maybe using a cheap adhesive. Yeah, that's that's yeah. not going to work. All yeah. right. Cynthia, I hope that helps, but you, yeah, because the the waterproofing is going to be a big deal, uh, a very big deal. The the elements, especially on brick, so yeah, a okay, good bonding agent. Thank you, thank you, ma'am. George is in Madison. He's got a question about solar panels. You with us, George? Yes. Hi. I had a couple quick questions, if possible. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. You guys had mentioned possibly switching if you wanted to go off grid, possibly switching uh, some outlets and light fixtures to DC. Um, my my question is: Do you need to change the wiring as well, or is it just a swap out on the actual outlets? Yeah, like yeah. would you have to run new wires, or do you use the existing wires? Uh, not so sure that the wiring that you have for in your home now would be compatible with um, direct so just current. A, a standard Romex fourteen or twelve doesn't work with it. Uh, That's not, just by the way. What I just said was basically the wires in your wall. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, not saying that it won't. Um, now that uh, there is no particular wiring that you have to have for DC, no. So your your home wiring could work as long as it is uh, capable of maintaining the current and not right. burning up your home. Oh mm. well, yeah. Good. Okay. We're hoping for that. <laughs> um, I had another question. Go about for the it. Panels on the roof. Um, I presume that they provide some shade on the roof, um, you know, to help kind of decrease the heating in the attic and save energy. Um, is there any kind of like calculation for how much of an effect that is, or is it an effect? Uh, there actually will not be an effect on, on insulation towards your home. The solar panels actually, uh, create a little bit of heat right there. Uh, the insulation and roofing from your home are going to be what, uh, what provide additional savings on top of that. Which okay, is why great. you recommend putting in ex- extra, right? Uh, yeah, ec- extra like uh, what are we calling it? Insulation. Thank and- you, insulation. Yeah. It's, it just, you know, I'm old. Okay, <laughs> um, Java's laughing at me. You know, I want to take this. Uh, I want to. Can I do the email first, real quick? Okay, I got an email in from uh, Matthew. He says I have a leaky two by three foot skylight. And was curious about your recommendations for getting it fixed. Should I go with a roofing company or a contractor? And should that be a fix that comes with a warranty? A rough idea of how much this should cost to fix would be appreciated. What do you think, Dale? You do this kind of work. Uh, What we do, um, a lot of time, your local roofing supply company, 
that sells all the material you would need to do it right. They know the guys like us, and they uh, they don't get paid for referring us. But when you do have a problem, they do refer us. So so basically, when you go to buy the material, mm-hmm. uh, ask them. Yeah, someone ask them. Hey, you know a contractor, contractor that can put it in. Yes, right? they will tell you, and and they know from over the years who's good and who's not. And um, hmm. they 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 we just got a referral. Uh, like I said, there were six roofers went out, and no one fixed the leak. So you know we got referred because that's what we do. There you go. And um, that that would be his um, best out is to try one of the local uh, roofing companies, uh, the good guys, right. and just ask them um, who would they refer for um, to fix a skylight because everybody don't fix skylights. Right. And let me say, Matthew, um, uh, when you get a roofer to come to your house and 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 do some work, any roofer that doesn't give you at least a warranty that it won't leak is not worth being in business with. This is your warranty. If you'd say, uh, like a good roofer, they say, um, once we have a couple of rains, then you pay me. Uh-huh. But if you pay them up front, I mean, that's that's the case in a lot of the customers. They've paid for things they didn't see. Um, they, they were not at home when the repairs were done, so they just trusted the roofer and they paid them, and then they still had the problem. So, A uh, couple of rains before you get paid. Yeah, we, that's we interesting. Them, um, at least give us a, a couple of good rains. And then, you know, we can take the payment, you know. That's a good idea. Um, and I would get a roofer, uh, a properly trained roofer for that skylight. Yes. Uh, because yes, that could be a mess if you and don't Yeah, do they right. can make it messy, have tar everywhere or, or silicone on the lenses. Mm-hmm. So, and then in a lot of cases, um, it's best to just change the skylight. If it's going to be over the cost of the skylight, mm-hmm. then a good roofer could change it out with a new one. Okay. Because they only last about 10 years with those warranties. Ah. We're going to continue our discussion after the break. Today we're talking with solar energy professional uh, Patrick Hogan. If you have any questions about solar energy, how you can add solar power to your home, or any other general DIY questions, of course, call call us with your questions, comments, uh, whatever else. Got lines open at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Be right back. From the Capitol steps to your front door, MPB News covers the state like no one else. Our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life. MPB News, online at mpbonline.org and on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out today. And if you miss any portion of the program, make sure to subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app. Just search Fix It 101. Today we're talking solar power, solar energy with solar energy professional Patrick Hogan. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877 877- MPB ring, or of course, send an email if you can't get through to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Let's just go straight to the phones this morning. And uh, Bay Springs, Jerry's there and he's got a question about solar and conversion of power. You with us, Jerry? Yes. Good morning. How are y'all? Good morning. All right. Uh, I have a passive solar house already. I built shortly after the tornado hit us um, a few years ago. Oh, Bay Springs. So sorry to hear that, man. Hello? I said, so sorry to hear that, Jerry. Yeah, but I've recovered well, and i got a nicer house now. Good. Um, the front wall of my house is angled at a 60-degree angle, and it's facing due southeast. Uh, I was wondering about mounting panels on that wall 
uh, and how much power they would give me because it's about to be the longest day of the year, and I get sunlight almost perpendicular uh, coming in the windows in the front. So I don't have to worry about heat on cold mornings during the winter. Um, but I was wondering huh. about the active solar uh, electrical panels on the front, on that wall. And also, uh, the, the main part of the roof is uh, a 4 and 12 pitch. And all of it, the whole house is super insulated, anywhere from R21 to R50. Um, and also, hmm. another question I had was I had considered before by uh, building my own wind generator, and it has the same situation with solar, I believe. It's DC power, mm -hmm. and uh, you have to convert that to AC power. How would I integrate anything, solar or wind, into my existing power so that I could use both? All right. Great questions. Uh, let's see. Uh, first of all, the southeast-facing roof of your home uh, may be adequate. Uh, really what you want to find is the sunlight between 9 in the morning and 3 in the afternoon. If you have sunlight uh, through that entire window, it'll be a pretty good roof to put it on. Huh. Um, let's see. Also, great insulation in your home. It's, yeah. it's fantastic to hear somebody yeah. who has all the way up to R50. A blanket. Um, yes. yeah, what, what, what R50 <laughs> means, folks, it's a particular thickness and R50 is is huge because a lot of people use R13, uh, you know, just very small amounts of insulation. This guy has obviously gone back and just blown it up. Certainly has. Uh, and on the topic of converting the energy, um, inverters. Inverters are what convert the DC to AC energy. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we like to use micro inverters because mm -hmm. they're for the solar panels uh they're a little bit more efficient um which is uh what really what we and easier to install which are a few things that we really look for when we're um implementing and designing this these mm -hmm. systems and by the way folks these these uh inverter what he means by inverter is if you ever go to a store and see where you can you can uh use clamps or something like that or even plug into your lighter uh, mm -hmm. of your car, uh, and then all of a sudden it comes out to a regular outlet where you can plug like a computer in or something, that itself is an inverter. So that's mm -hmm. what he's talking right. about. It takes and, DC power and makes it AC. Right, mm -hmm. and and even on your cell phones, the little square you plug into the wall, that's that's an actual that's an inverter. inverter. Oh, okay, gotcha. Correct. Wow. So that so the so the big uh the big thing in that is where the sun is between nine and three, nine AM and three PM and inverters. Right. So Right. And also um as far as predicting what what uh, amount of energy you'll get out of that, uh, it's hard to tell until you pick a solar panel because um solar panels can produce as little as 25 watts or all the way up to uh almost 400 watts. Whoa. Uh, so uh you really want to get a good high efficiency panel with his uh with the highest wattage rating. So wait a second, um, we gotta say this twice. Yeah. There are different grades of solar panels. Certainly are. Uh I I guess it would be um difference between cookies at the grocery store, you know, the right. the imitation and the and, and I gotcha. <laughs> all right. Um all right, Jerry, I hope that helps out. We're gonna move on to Lee in Starkville. And uh, converting an electric home. So, are, are you there, Lee? Yes, I am. I appreciate y'all taking the call. Yes, sir. What can we uh, do for you? The I, all I've heard is putting the solar panels on uh, the roof of the house. 
Uh, I have a huge backyard uh, that during the wintertime it's about 10 hours of daylight uh, in, the, in the yard. And then, of course, during the summertime, getting away from 12 to 14 hours of sunlight. Uh, if I wanted to place the panels in my backyard, uh, would that be more suitable? And about how much space would uh, those panels take up? Uh, well, one panel, uh, usually it's about five foot tall, about two foot wide. Uh, so really, as far as how much space would determine how many panels you want. So, um, so you and, can just uh, multiply that, right? right to come up and, your space. And uh, you can certainly mount those things in your yard. And, and it sounds like you might have the perfect spot to do that. Um, a lot of homeowners just choose uh, to go on the roof simply because of they don't want to take up their yard. They don't want, you know, their kids playing near, near it or, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. But uh, um, it's actually a little bit easier to install and maintain while it's on the ground. You don't need a lot of safety equipment or or um, wow. cumbersome tools going up a ladder, you know, things like yes, that. Yes, yes. Right. You got your answer, Lee. All right. Wow. I appreciate it. Thank you, Alan. Y'all have a Merry Christmas. Thank, Thank you. Christmas. You too, sir. Let's go on to Roger. He's on the road, and we're talking this morning about cleaning solar panels, which all I can think of is some guy on the ground with a sprayer, you know, trying all he can to get the water up there. What's going on, Roger? Hello. Hello. So what's going on, Roger? Well, i am uh, got a question. I've always wondered, and you must have uh, some ideas about it. How, What in the installation of any solar panel system, how do you arrange for the necessary cleaning of the panels, which, unless you're out in treeless area, is going to be a, a accumulated problem over a period of time. And I'm going to hush and just listen. Okay. Uh, Cleaning is actually fairly easy. Um, each panel, each panel will come with a recommendation from the manufacturer as far as how to clean it. Um, what I found is, you know, um, what's easy for me is basically taking a, a rag on the end of a pole and some soapy water and just wiping it down. Oh, so this isn't a Windex thing? No, no, no. You don't want to use any chemicals on these things. Oh. Uh, and a mild, mild soap. Really? Um, yes. Uh, it, it's a laminated glass on a lot of these solar panels um, in the manufacturer. Just so is this the soap that they use to clean ducks? Mm, I would I would say something <laughs> a little more mild. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Something, but, yeah, something to that effect, just right. soap and water. Um, no housewives? No, no. No? No, no concentrated? No chemicals of any type <laughs> on these panels. Uh, actually, um, manufacturers that we've worked with before – You'll probably void the warranty if you go and, and try, oh, to, wow. try to put chemicals on it. Good to know. Very good to know. Yes. Thank you. Um, okay. Let's move on. We've got a, a question in Crystal Springs. Wayne is on the line. And uh, you got a question about patio, the patio foundation? Well, yes. Uh, what I want to do is I want to do, pa- do a patio with, uh, with brick, and I don't want to do uh, concrete in this particular area. Mm-hmm. So I either need an idea for either a rigid floor, maybe a floating floor. There's no, there is no uh, problem with roots here, but I can dig it out and, and put aggregate down if I want to. I'm just trying to figure out the best way, other than concrete, to put down so that I can put these brick down, and then I'll put sand in between instead of doing grout. Right. Um, wow. Uh, <clears throat> so you want a brick uh, patio? Brick yep. floor. I the, the, the way I've heard it is done with the aggregate 
after after some major land prep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, they have a liner that you can put down and, and then your sands and everything. Huh. Um, that would probably be the way to go. Um, and keep the it. liner rather than a backer board or something else that would be waterproof? Yeah, um, the, the liner's waterproof as well. Or, um, yeah? Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I can see your wheels turning, Dell. What do you think? Yeah, I was thinking because see, um, I thought about the, uh, the 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 rot resistant type of thing, but he wants the uh, the actual wood. I mean, the actual brick. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I, I I believe in using a little matted um, liner mm-hmm. and then the sand, and, and but you know make sure everything is uh, dug out and leveled out the way you want it. You know. What is this liner? Is it like a pool liner or what? Either or you could go with the. Um, the type that's like a pool liner or the landscaping liner, you know, just to keep down anything from coming through that sand over a period of time. Mm-hmm. Grass will find its way through. Are there. you just talking standard bisqueen? Yeah, you could use a standard bisqueen, okay. you know, or or the landscaping um uh, material. Just to keep everything, anything from growing. Yeah, keep anything mm-hmm. from coming in, and it helps with the settlement and the shifting because bricks sometimes like to bury themselves. Yeah, the only How other does that need to be. I would say the bricks. Um, not not more than four inches. I mean, it don't have to be that deep because you're gonna okay. fill it in, and Thank you, you might want it to uh, be up above ground a little bit. Right. You know, like a staged area. So if you go too deep, then you have the water running in, and you, then you make a pool. So you oh, that's a good idea. On top of ground. Good point. But Thank you. Eleven is thanks, Wayne. All right, uh, let's go to Mikey in Mobile, and she's talking about moisture on the panels. You with us, Mikey? Yes, sir, I am. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't hear all of what you just last said. Um, my, my questions are regarding the solar panels. Um, mm-hmm. you, okay, I'm going to try to uh, readjust them here because you've answered some of them already, you intelligent and wonderful gentleman that you are. Oh, thank you so much. Um, uh, thank you. Um, uh, uh, in an area where there are hip roofs, um, and there's heat coming on the story above on the vinyl siding warp. I've considered doing um, the panel as an alternative. These are east-west directions. Um, moisture, how does moisture affect the panels as better? And is it even a better option? The panels and the batteries. And also in Alabama, uh, I just heard this morning that we have um, a 5% fee plus additional charges on using solar. Mm. This so, should move and, about 100 and, and third, miles third, west. Uh, only, only, only the third is, um, at, since this is a very high elevation, could it be cleaned with um, a hose spray since this is above the hip roof? As long as you're not using chemicals again, uh, you should be fine just spraying them off. Um, as far as installation on your home there, um, not exactly sure. I would not mount panels. I'm not sure if this is what you're talking about, but I would not mount panels vertically, um, you know, straight up and down. Uh, I would I would mount them on some sort of slope, uh, whether it be – you know, even just a minor minor roof slope there. Um, is sloping the panels better? It is. It is indeed because um, 
and it just allows you for the time change throughout the year mm-hmm. uh, to adequately ha- access that solar window with those panels all year round. If you put them vertically during the winter, you're going to get a lot more sun because the sun is lower in the sky. Oh, wow. And, if, and during the summer, the sun is a lot higher in the sky, so you're going to get a lot less sun when you have more daylight hours. Uh, so you want to make sure that you're able to access both of those or every solar window throughout, throughout the entire entire year. Okay. Excuse me. All right. Thanks, Mikey. We appreciate it. We're going to go to, and I love this, Denmark, Mississippi. Angie is on the line, and she wants to know about a solar co-op in Mississippi. You with me, Angie? Yes. I, I was calling because my brother in Florida has uh, the opportunity to have a solar co-op. And his solar installation cost him quite a bit less, like 20% less using the co-op. And I was wondering if Mississippi has such a co-op ongoing. Uh, no. <laughs> the solar industry is kind of, uh, Mississippi rather, is a little behind in really? incentives for solar. <laughs> um, so I would say monitor what the... Um, what the legislators doing to keep updated on that? Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there are currently no state incentives. Um, but what I can say on developing uh, a co-op out of solar, uh, if you were looking to power your entire neighborhood, mm-hmm. solar right now is uh, actually, according to um, uh, a couple of different financial analysis firms that operate internationally. Uh, they're saying that solar panels, solar farms, rather, are cheaper to install than maintaining our existing coal and nuclear plants. Uh-huh. Really? Installing the panels? Installing a solar farm will be cheaper uh, than than maintaining what we already have in operation. Wow. As far as coal. Putting up panels on uh, standards instead of rooftops is better? Uh, now that depends on the location. Uh, everything, there are so many variables that go in uh, into designing and implementing the systems that uh, there's no generic answer for this. Uh, every home is different. Every family's needs and desires from right. from a system is, is completely different. Um, but your options are available uh, to install on the roof or on the ground or anywhere you'd like almost. All right, Angie, appreciate that. I, I, ho- I hope that helps. Maybe you could be the person that starts that co-op in Mississippi. Uh, that would be great. There uh, you go. Um, I did get um, another email here that I'm going to tell you guys about in just a second. It's just fantastic. It gives us a little uh, resource to go to online, uh, quick and easy. Anyway, uh, we'll continue our discussion after the break. Today we're talking solar energy and uh, with our solar energy professional, Patrick Hogan. If you have any questions about solar energy, how you can add solar power to your home, or any other general DIY questions, call us with your questions and comments at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. An evening of jazz can be just what the doctor ordered. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz, 7 to 10 weeknights on MPB Music Radio. 
Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out this week. And if you miss any portion of the program, make sure to subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app. Just search Fix It 101. Today we're talking solar power, solar energy with solar energy professional Patrick Hogan. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877 877- MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Got an email that is telling us about a resource I want to tell you about. Okay, it says, tell your listeners uh, uh, nrel.gov, which is N-R-E-L dot gov, has a very simple economic model to project the annual output of a given solar panel Given your address, it models the sun's impact for your latitude and longitude. Uh, you input your address, size of the panel, and electric rate, uh, and it'll spit some numbers back out at you, right? It will. Um, it's actually a pretty valuable tool for uh, homeowners to take a look at. And again, keyword being simple there. Yeah, and um, you can you kind of dip your toe in this thing. Right, yeah. right. And, and it's not it's not an exact number that you're going to receive uh, but it is a very good indicator of what your home will do as far as performance of solar panels are now concerned. You, you mentioned something to us that, uh, and during the break, you and I were talking about this. But the interesting thing is, is that apparently shopping for solar is no different than shopping for a house or a car yes. or or a phone or. In other words, there are different levels of quality here. Certainly mm-hmm. are. All solar panels are not created equal. Um, you know, I, you go to. Uh, one store, one of these big box stores, and you find, oh, great, a 200-watt solar panel here, right. you know. Um, but it, you may find that the efficiency uh, may not be as well as if you were looking at uh, larger name brands out there. So uh, so folks that believe this thing costs too much and doesn't don't have the benefits are, are maybe speaking about a, a, a lesser quality panel? Or... Or looking at information that uh, is several years old. A lot of the information that you'll find on the Internet is, is mm-hmm. a bit outdated. Really? Uh, and it is. Um, anything, these things evolve a little like technology does. Right. Um, so every six months, new stuff. To, essentially. I wouldn't oh. say it's that quick right. with, with it. But, yes, essentially. Um, five years ago, the efficiency was a lot lower. Uh, the cost was a lot higher. Our production, was, our production levels are getting a lot higher now uh, than they were. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a lot of factors um, you want to look at when when you're purchasing solar panels, uh, mainly the warranties. The warranty. Uh, the warranties. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's yeah. the truth. And, uh, you know, it's funny because Dell talks to us all the time. Uh, Dell's a master roofer, and he talks to us all the time about uh, the warranties on roofing and how you can really goof up your life if you do this wrong. Mm. So. Yeah, and you don't want to make such a large investment and, you know, something go wrong and and then all of a sudden you're out, you know, and not saying that not yet. saying that they have to deal with this often, but you know, I mean, these microinverters every now and again one will come up with a problem or mm-hmm. something like that and Yeah. You know, are there service contracts on that? So like if if you have someone install solar panels, mm-hmm. can you also hire said company to come and service them, say, once every one or two years or something like that? Uh, now, that is something between 
um, I suppose, the buyer in the company they purchased from. Sounds like first place um, for you to make your million, that, man. Uh, that actually, uh, I, I like to offer a, a five-year monitoring program. Mm-hmm. Uh, just at, with every installation, I will monitor it mm-hmm. and, and go through and show you the steps to monitor it so that you could potentially take over oh, yourself cool. within five years. Because mm-hmm. there are... These things, it's not a set it and forget it kind of thing. Right. Um, you do have to monitor and maintain these systems. Um, and really, you just want to good to know. maintain, uh, you want to verify that you're producing the way that the solar panels are supposed to. Correct. Right. Okay, cool. Wow. Uh, I'm going to go to the phone, and you are being apparently hazed at this moment. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Hey, uh, this is Diane. I'm Patrick's mom. Right. <laughs> I, did, I did want to say he lived in Denver, which is very um, energy conscious. Right. And when we were talking about uh, a business, I said, get yourself positioned so that we can bring solar to Mississippi when energy starts net metering. Mm-hmm. So he did work two years to position himself, and um, once the net metering started, I said, it's time, come home. So that that's kind of a little more history that, that he didn't provide. And then also he has this amazing software that analyzes the irradiance on the roof. I um, love this. You know what, Diane? I am going to make a tape of this phone call and give it to your son. <laughs> Forever. She is my well, hugest advocate. She is always there. Thanks, Diane. We appreciate it. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. There we go. Uh, for Del Moore, Mr. Jeff Sammons, and our guest Patrick Hogan, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.